If not now, when? The time is right now. It's time to get up. Only a more civil and honest public discourse can help us face up to the challenges of our nation. I don't want to write this down. I want to tell you how I feel right now. Question each other's ideas without questioning each other's love of country, and that our task, working together, is to constantly widen the circle of our concern. is not wealth or status or power or fame, but rather how well we have loved and what small part we have played in making the lives of other people better. Where I am, where the values and opinions expressed on the front page do not in any way represent those of Taxi Productions or Radio Free 102.3 KJLH. neighbors, and co-workers, and parents. We may not be able to stop all evil in the world, but I know that how we treat one another, that's entirely up to us. And I believe that for all our imperfections, we are full of decency and goodness, and that the forces that divide us are not as strong as those that unite us. This is The Front Page with Dominique DePrimo. Radio Free 102.3 KJLH. Good morning. I'm Dominique DePrima. As I'm approaching the microphone, I'm asking for blessings from God Almighty, the ancestors, the righteous elders. Southern California's early morning communications drum is now wide open. Welcome, family. Welcome worldwide. Listening online at kjlhradio.com. Starting each and every day with gratitude. Giving thanks to the Most High. Giving thanks to Mr. Stevie Wonder, who gives us this radio-free space and place each day. The management and staff of KJLH Radio, the front page team. Abi, the video czar. 
Avi Bernard, young radio star on the rise, Angela Hoffman, our future Oprah Winfrey around here, Jasmine Kanick, reporter at large and in your face, Nefertiti Jones, she's our future Bill Gates, Tal Talib, GQ cover man and weekend news anchor, I'm Dominique DePrima. Thank you, family. Without you, it's just not not going on around here. Got a jam-packed show on a Monday. Starting off the week, shot out of a cannon. That's a beautiful thing. Lots of inspiration, lots going on. We have a lot of great events and issues that we're taking up this week. And today is the start of all of that. I want to let you know about something only because you only have until tomorrow. To get involved with this GMC, which was formerly known as the Gospel Music Channel, is having a call for music and entertainment. They're having a casting call. It's a new series called America Sings, and you can enter for a chance to win $10,000. They're asking for all different kinds of singing groups, any age, across the country. And, of course, you can showcase your talent on national TV and get a grant a chance to win, though. It's an awesome opportunity. You have to upload your video to www.watchgmctv.com backslash sings. Or if you want to overnight it, you can America Sings, P.O. Box 2904, Toluca Lake, California, 91602. We're going to have this posted on DominiqueDeprima.com for you a little later today. But if you have a tape... This is the time to do it. You have, I think tomorrow is the last day, and I just found out about this thing, but it seems like a great opportunity because they're taking people of any age. You could have any type of music. You could have gospel, R&B, hip-hop, anything, and you will get a chance to perform on TV and possibly win 10 grand. So look for details on that on DominiqueDeprima.com. If you didn't write it down right now, of course, you could go to GMC Entertainment, their website as well. Partly cloudy today, highs in the low 70s, right now 54 degrees in the city of Inglewood. I'm Dominique DePrima for Radio Free 102.3 KJLH. And one of your front page family OGs, don't get mad, original griot, what it stands for, is in the house. He's a registered nurse, a counselor, a health consultant, author of about 3.2 million books. She has a Ph.D. in business administration. Don't know if you knew that. She's a mother of three entrepreneurs. And her books, including Starting a Business Made Simple, Getting Out of Debt Made Simple, and more, have been favorites throughout the Southland. A successful motivational speaker. She's been on numerous TV and radio shows. And she was a recipient of the 1996 Pioneer Women Award from the L.A. City Council Commission on the Status of Women, of which I am a commissioner. I wasn't then, but I'm glad that we honored you with her. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was just a baby, exactly. Very good. Here's your $10. <laughs> Dr. Rosie Milligan is with us. Good morning. Good morning. 
You got a lot on your agenda, a lot on your plate. Let's start with the most pressing, I guess we could say. I would say so. Black That's Riders on Tour. Black Riders on Tour is back again. We're celebrating. And I'm really excited about this. Doing this, you know, April is Black Business Month. That was started by the late Muhammad Nasadine. So during this time, we're certainly remembering him. And because of that, the Carson Black Chamber of Commerce have joined with us in celebrating Black Riders on Tour and a Black Businesses. Our theme is the literacy is everybody's business. Who will tell our story? And also in relation to black business, we also have a theme called Keeping Black Businesses Thriving Versus Just Surviving. So we are really excited about bringing black writers on tour back because if we don't tell our story, who will? And if you don't tell it now, you cannot tell it from the grave. And I wish I could dig up some of those people out there right now who left without sharing their knowledge with us that could make us stand much taller. Could just wake them up and beat them all over again. Well, you know, I'm glad you mentioned Muhammad Nasruddin, who was one of our former co-hosts of this show, because yes. his so many of his ideas continue to generate, you know, more and more good things, even yes. though he's long gone. And I think many times we forget that a lot of these seeds were planted by Muhammad Nasruddin and his recycling black dollars. Exactly. He had started a business mixer in April with the chamber, uh, black chamber in Carson. Uh, prior to his death, he wanted to see every city really celebrate in April and bring all the businesses together. So I think it's high time that we continue the legacy of those who have toiled so hard among us and those who have meant so much to keep their works alive. You know, we have many of our original front page family members. We also have a lot of new listeners. The family continues to grow, which is a good thing. Explain what Black Riders on Tour is, where it is, what we'll find there. Where's the party at, Dr. Okay, Milligan? the party, the writing party and celebration is at the Carson Community Center. That's 801 East Carson Street in Carson, California. The general admission is free. And guess what? Parking is free also. You will meet hundreds of writers. Uh, you will learn how to write your best-selling novel, how to tell your story. There are free workshop for the general public. One which I think is very important is a close-up look at the jobs and careers and the publishing industry. There's so much work in the publishing industry. Every writer, every book, every sitcom, everything has to do with writing. You have graphic designers, editors, formatters. The field is wide open and too often our young people have no clue about what is going on in that industry. We have a forum called Let the Elders Speak. Have a children contest. Writers will showcase their writing and also we have a writing class for children aged 10 to 15 and that is always so exciting. Dr. Walter Williams will be back with us and he's some of you all's favorite. But those who've always been saying, I want to write a book, but I don't know how to start. We're releasing, well, I'm releasing three books uh, this year at the conference, How to Write a Book Made Simple and the ABCs of preparing your book for the editor, the formatter, and for the printer. So just come and learn. General admission is free. It's something for everybody. You can bring the whole family, bring grandma because she will enjoy poetry jam competition you can win cash she will enjoy the forum let the elders speak it's just something for everybody and we don't get a lot of that in this city where you can just take the wagon put everybody in and bring them to one spot and everybody have fun free and no parking no free parking 
So everything's free. The parking, get in. Well, are books on sale there? Can we books buy books? Books on sale, yes. Authors will be signing all day. So to miss something like this, I just, I just hope that our community will come because learn how to write. You know, it's important because we have a lot of stories, but learn how to put them out there professionally. Learn that you need an editor. And most of all, I want to say to those who want to write, don't worry about the fact that you don't know where the comma go or the semicolon and that kind of stuff. That's why we have writers who are ghost writers. We have coach writers. We have editors. Don't let anything block you from telling your story. That is your legacy that will live on. If we don't write, Dominique, we will be written out of history and we will say that's not how it happened then you need to tell your own story and if you don't tell it if it's not written down when your children will begin to talk about your works they will be challenged but if it's in a book it's there so at least you have your side of the story you mentioned walter williams who uh you know that's your favorite dominique well i bring him back he's he's your favorite he has always been a front page favorite long before i was on this show actually because of his books where he seeks to debunk both christianity and islam yes And, you know, you just love controversy, don't you? You keep bringing this guy back. I love when people cannot uh, prove things. I think we need to, we need a little shake-up. You know, I'm like that, Dominique. I like to wake people out of that coma. Really want people to critically think and really analyze. So, yes, I do like controversy. And you know what? We're kind of on the same page because, you know, you do too, Miss Dominique. (laughs) But we can't all be Dr. Milligan. But one thing I do want to point out also, I mean, aside from some of your favorites of people that you know already, a lot of writers who've become very popular, wildly popular, and made some important predictions have come out of black writers on tour. They've gone on to national prominence. They've gone on to great popularity here in the Southland. But we forget that many of them started with Black Riders on Tour when you brought them into town Mm -hmm. and introduced the people to them. So if you're looking for what's next, this is a good place to go. Any writers or aspiring writers, you need to be there. You need to showcase your product. You just need to be out there because people are looking for you. They're not going to find your books oftentimes, Dominique, in the the mainstream, the borders, the Barnes and Noble. So don't worry about, you know, thank God for technology. If they never put your book in the store, people can know about you now. What do you think the web is all about? Is is borders still open? (laughs) Well, not long, not long. So we we're very creative. Tell your story. There's a market for you, and we will show you how to get your book into the face of really, the people. You think there really is a market? Oh, it's a great market, Dominique. These people, you, you're looking at Kindle, print on demand. People who used to have to spend uh, so much money to get a book published, they don't have to do that anymore. People actually downloading books on Kindle, iPods, and this young generation, many of them uh, years to come, uh, they won't be sitting up in bookstores. They will be reading their books on Kindle, reading on iPod. So we want to uh, get a head start for our writers, teach them what the industry is all about, Get a head start, don't lag, get your book out there and learn how to get it into the face of the people that you want to sell it to on a shoestring budget. Well, not only that, for people who are just readers or... 
whether you're a reader, a conspiracy theorist, or just somebody who likes to know about what's happening next before everybody else because you're just extra hip, it's a good place to go because you may you may meet the next Claude Anderson. You may meet the next Andre Eglijan. You may meet the next Walter Williams. So many of these people were brought to us here in the Southland by Rosie Milligan and Black Writers on Tour. But if I'm a writer and I want to be in the mix... What do I have to do? Okay, if you're a writer and you want to be in the mix for the writer's workshops, those are the only thing that a person would have to pay for because we have paid speakers to do those classes. If you want to learn how to write a book, how to write and publish, how to write a best-selling novel, how to be a great guest and get invited back on radio, that's a real good one that people need to know. Cause yeah, a lot you, of people... need to, you need to force certain people to go in that class. <laughs> Well, you need I'll to know how list. to do it. <laughs> She's going to give me a list, y'all. But maybe you need can, to maybe be the there. front page can sponsor them. Because everybody want to get on radio, but you need to learn how to be a great guest. What you need to do, you know, and you need to know how create. we have a creative writing class for beginners. And this one, I think, is very important, Dominique. How to protect your writing rights, trademarks, and patents. I think that's important because we, as African Americans, have really given over our intellectual property. We have written works, we have written songs, and we have not capitalized off our own intellectual properties. And I think that's very important, you know, for writers, as it is for songwriters and anyone in the business with intellectual properties. You must know how to protect that, that your legacy will pass down to your generation and generation to come. Upon my demise, I know my books will probably even sell better. So my kids, are, you know, they're kind of lining up for the royalties. <laughs> and of course, well, they better they better be ready for a long wait. Because <laughs> uh, Rosie Milligan is alive and kicking and I don't see you exiting the place for a long, long time. I'm really excited about the conference, Dominique, as you said. As I look out every year and I look at all of those authors who started at Black Writers on Tour, just like Marquise Cormier, you remember him. He wrote his book at the age of seven, uh, I'm Not a Problem Child. He would be there to talk to some of the youth who are writing to let them know that's possible. He's 16 years old and I just stumped down, gorgeous, so handsome, it's just unbelievable. But to see him come from seven to now 16 and going on 17, it's just incredible to monitor these babies. And if I'm a writer that wants to sell a book, say my book is already done and I want to come to the Black Writers on Tour and present a book, what would I have to do? You would want to call 323-750-3592, 323-750-3592, or go to www.blackwriters with an S, blackwritersontour.com. You certainly should want to showcase your work and be a part of writers from across the country. You learn from them. It's just absolutely awesome. At 8 o'clock, we will have a roundtable discussion with the authors, and it's, anybody's welcome to come, those aspiring writers or the general public. We're going to talk about the cutting edge and what's really happening in the publishing industry, and it's a real shakeup. You know, Dominique, we no longer have to beg New York to tell our stories or to put it out there. They are shaking in their boots right now because so? what we Oh yeah, they're shaking in their they boots. They still control they still control the bestseller list. They still control the massive mass 
distribution network. Mm -hmm. I mean, true, you can distribute your book on the web, and you can self-publish and, and order on demand. But to sell the thousands and thousands of books that you would need to be on a bestseller list or really to make money, and how do you, you, how can, do you compete you with New York and the publicity machine? You can still do it with print on demands. Authors can be hooked up with Ingram, who is the national distributor who sells to people all over the world. Bestseller list, Dominique, I've been at this thing so long that it doesn't mean anything to me. It's numbers. You say whoever you want to say the bestseller. I've had authors on the bestsellers list have not sold the amount of books that uh, people say that they're sold. What they do, they have certain bookstores that they check with quarterly and say, how many, who sold the most books? That could have been 500, and you end up on the bestsellers list. So I'm not, I don't buy in what who mainstream says the best author, the best writers. Now, if it wasn't important what we were doing, they're coming after our writers. They are buying imprints, especially when hip-hop fiction came out. You know, street fiction. They are buying they up these black companies. Fiction. Yeah, they are buying up these companies left and right because now they see that those books are selling. We have so many people now who are incarcerated, who are writing books, and you're talking about reading. We ship books all the time to, to inmates. They're reading, and when people talk about the hip-hop... Well, they have nothing else to do, Dr. Milligan. Well, that's why maybe we need to start the school up You'd in there where they too, have nothing yes. to do. But uh, they're absolutely incredible, and those who are out there who mad and play hate on hip-hop writers and street writers, you need to stop it. I'm glad to see them reading. When they're in prison, if they they're reading something that's relevant to their experience. I don't care what they read. I don't you know, that's funny because I know you have a different view about hip-hop lyrics. But it, but it works for you as urban fiction. Well, you know what? I don't have a problem with... I think there's a lot of hypocrisy among African-Americans because we talk about the lyrics. But yet we'll read a book with the same curse words. Well, right, we'll go to a point. movie with the same curse words. So I think we need to back off and shut up or decide what we want. How can you criticize a person who cursed in music? But you look at all these books you read. You pass them on to your uh, children with yeah, all of that. So to that's too the much democracy. Not to mention the conversations that are going on and the profanity that's laced throughout them behind closed doors. Well, they, they didn't, they didn't, they weren't born. They didn't come out of their mother's womb using these words. They heard them from the community. They heard them in their own households. So we just need to stop it. I'm sick of the hypocrisy among people. Get a life and do what you need to do. One thing about it, they may not tell the story of Dominique the way we want it. They may not choose the political correct words, but at least they're telling their story. They are doing something that our PhDs are not doing. They go to college, get dissertation, and will not even put a book out. So you need to back up. If you're worried about the books that your children are reading, if they're reading urban fiction that you think is not the right thing, then you get your black stuff up and you write your book and you leave something good for your children to read. Since you're not writing, if you choose not to, Take it from me. Shut up and back up. Take it from Dr. Milligan. Shut up and back up. Well, listen, but one thing I will say um, is that you have helped a lot of people to tell your story. So you can say that because if someone's struggling and or they're just getting started and they don't know how to do it, Rosie Milligan has helped countless, I can say dozens of people to put out their first book, including... Coach E, Eric yes. Nall, and we thank you so much for that. Uh, we heard from uh, 
from James at Essawan that it is the best-selling book of 2011 at Essawan, which is 21 Days to Ultimate Health and Wellness. And without you, we wouldn't have been able to get that book off the ground because of your knowledge and expertise. Of course, the hard work of his wife, Yvette Nall, and then uh, his own hard work and accomplishment, we were able to get that book out. Exactly. And as you said, he's a bestseller. But did New York... Uh, embrace him? Did it come out of New York? That's what I'm sitting here saying, Dominique. See, people used to say, well, you know, if you're a self-publisher, you start your own company, no people, people don't want to buy your book. When people go into the store, I've never heard someone come into the store and say, I want to buy them random house books. Or I want. They don't ask for publishing companies. People now are looking for good books, good reads. They don't care who wrote those books. This has been a scare tactic through mainstream publishing houses for years to help people People to think that if they self-publish, uh, if they started their own company, that people are not going to buy their work. So look at what we're looking at, Coach. Even look at this book. I mean, it's just just popping like popcorn because he did the work. And he, he wrote something that people want. So that's a discomfort. We help people to develop books that people want to read. We help them with their titles because that's very important. Marketing and presentation is everything. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, I know that myth about you need a, a, and I don't know, I mean, there are advantages to being published by a big publisher. You you get better distribution, you have marketing, however they take all the money. Um, but on the other side, you know, a lot of self-published books look crappy. They don't look professional. And they don't have an editor, and you look and the, there's no punctuation, and I'm sorry, that that doesn't work for me. Well, that's why, Dominique, we do these conferences, to prepare people. You know, like, I have people come to me, and they say, well, my nephew did my cover. I said, that, that looks nice, but it doesn't work for me. That's cute. I'm glad that he's getting into graphic artists. I hope he, you know, pursue his career, but this doesn't work here. But as far as mainstream uh, publishers, what they do, Dominique, because of mainstream publishers, they can call in and get their authors on a radio. They can get them on TV quicker than some of the self-published authors because they don't have good publicists. And presentation is everything. If you present something shabby to a host, they're not going to look at it. Just like if you write a letter to court or to anyone, if it's half-written, people don't pay you any attention because they feel that they judge your intellect by the way you write. That's why when we talk about reading, it's important. But I have a passion to make sure that our children learn how to write. Because the days are gone when you can get up in the office and have a meeting with someone if you have an agreement or whatever. They would tell you, well, email it, put it in writing, and they'll, they will pay attention. So that's why this conference is so important to me. And for years... I've been doing this thing basically on my own funds. We don't get, uh, you know, people who really want to underwrite us because I've had people say, well, if you take the black out of it, you probably can get some grants. You probably can get some money. I'm not taking black out of it because it's our children that's that's not reading well, not writing well. And our grown folks. I mean, let's keep it real. Exactly. We know it's not just the children yeah, that you, need to learn to read and write better. It's some of our college graduates, Dominique, that brings me books and you wouldn't even believe what we see. I'm telling you, it is absolutely ridiculous. I have people 
people who brought me books that was all was everything was cap 300 page book Dominique with no paragraph can you believe that this is the kind of stuff that we work through creating these babies and helping and teaching people how to do their books so I'm just saying that everybody needs to come out introduce your children let them see all of these African American writers that will encourage them let them see the children age 10 to 15 listen to what they have written you know they're just so creative so you we tend to do what we see people who look like us do that's why so many writers out here when they start coming to the conferences and they say I didn't know we had that many black writers so they looked at us what they can do it I can do it too so just be there. Bring Grandma. She needs to tell her story. Radio Free 102.3 KJLH, Compton, Los Angeles, Long Beach, and Inglewood. Talking with Rosie Milligan. You know her from Express Yourself Books, which is now owned by your son, right? Yes, which is Classic now owned One. By your son. But you can, Classic One, but you can still support the Milligan family by stopping yes. by there and buying a book. She continues to be a mentor, a publisher, and an editor for scores of writers, including, as I mentioned, our own coach E, Eric yes. Nall, with his bestseller. We're going to call it that. 21 Days to Ultimate Health and Wellness. The Black Riders on Tour is coming up this weekend. This Saturday at from 9 to 4 p.m. And we have Poetry Jam com- competition from 4 to 6. That's 801 East Carson Avenue. That's in Carson, California, along with the Ch- Carson Black Chamber of Commerce, who are celebrating uh, the legacy of businesses, business mixer, remembering the late Muhammad Nasti. That's a beautiful thing. Now, you know I couldn't let you get out of here. I'd take some phone calls, by the way, 520-KJLH, 520-5554. You've written many books, among them many relationships. Yes, yeah, Satisfying the Black Man, Sexually Made Simple, and Satisfying the Black Woman, Sexually Made Simple, Why Black Men Choose White Women, Dominique, those books up still. Own and crack it. Of course, because you, I think because you're a registered nurse and also you're on on the outspoken list, that you're willing to talk about stuff that for some reason we as people in general, and particularly as people of African descent, are shy about talking about. I don't know what that's about. We say we're grown and sexy, but if you bring up sex, people start acting like they're teenagers, and you speak about it very bluntly. Do you yeah. think that's important for us to do more of? I think it's very important. In fact, I have a, a CD, Dominique, called Church, Let's Talk About Sex. Rocking and rolling. It's time that the church go there. I recall being on radio. Minister would call say, every time I hear you talking about money or you talking about sex, I say, every time I hear of a church breaking up, somebody went to bed with somebody or somebody ran away with the money, you need to welcome my ministry and come on up here in my church. The Church of Rosie Milligan. Why? Okay, well, you said it's the breakdown of church, but why else? I mean, you've said to me in an off-air conversation that um, we look at sex all wrong in terms of our marriages. Yes, we do. That we need to look at it as one of the things that we are committed even obligated to do within the context of marriage. Exactly. It's not about what you feel. It's not about uh, somebody did something you didn't like. When I survey women, I said, what are some of the times when you're not conducive uh, for good sex with your husband? They said, when he makes me mad or when he comes home too late or when he spends too much time uh, with his friends. I said, so then you don't have sex? No, then I don't have sex. I said, when you go to that job 
when that boss makes you angry? Do you stop typing? Do you get off of that computer? Do you stop answering that phone? Well, your commitment to your husband, you need to look at it in the same way. It's not about what you feel. It's about what he needs and about what you need. And that's vice versa. So you're tired. Don't you do, when you're going to work, aren't you tired? You perform, then don't come up in here talking about how tired you are. If I need something, you better come with it. <laughs> but isn't sex about emotion and about desire? And isn't it really about feeling? People are not having sex all the time about, about desires. It's, a, it's about need. It's about emotion fulfillment. You have to think about, for, for black men, sometimes sex is the only form of free gratification within reach, Dominique. They can't get on that yacht on the weekend. They can't take that long cruise. So the, the, the most comfortable thing for them, it's like uh, crawling into the mother's womb. It's like for comfort. It's a tranquilizer. Sex offers so many things. It's not just for, you know, people always caught up in this orgasm and the big old, forget it, but that's not the what? essence of forget sex. Forget about orgasm? That's not the essence of sex. You know, people need to learn <laughs> how how to enjoy the trip, how to enjoy the scenery. That's just one portion of it. So if you start out just aiming your whole ideas, I'm going to do this, learn how to touch and for pleasure. Learn how to touch and, and caress and, and get to the point that a person might want to uh, engage in a sexual activity. But the beauty is when you can come to that point and just lay there and caress that person. You don't have to do something every time, you know... <laughs> I can't use the word, but I wish I could talk Well, don't to you me. have a euphemism for it? Because <laughs> I wouldn't know. So what you're saying... I mean, you don't have to do do something every time you, you become in a state of readiness. I'm talking about for me. You know what, I'm, what I mean when right. I said the you state of readiness. You don't have to express yourself you, every time. Yeah, you don't have to go all the way. You're standing at attention. Yeah, you don't have to do something <laughs> with that. Learn to control yourself. Get a life. I mean, women appreciate that when you know how to back off, when you know how to stop at a certain point when she wants to go on and you said, no, I just want to caress you. I, I don't want to go any further. Can you imagine how a woman feels at that point? Wow. I'm talking to you. Hmm. But, I mean, basically what I'm getting from what you're saying, and, and from reading your books also, is that we should be having sex with our partner whether we want to yes. or not. Yes. And whether we're getting sexual fulfillment and orgasm or not. It's not important. We should just do it like a job. That doesn't sound very romantic. Well, it's a lot of lot of those who are doing is not romantic anyway. They're just doing something to get it over with. I want to teach people intimacy. We're focused too much on sex. Intimacy has been taken out of the bed. And it's all about that. Sometimes that's all a person wants. They don't want love making Dominique. They don't want all of that stuff. Sometimes all they want is to just they're frustrated on the job. There's things happening. This is, is something that soothes them. So it's not, they need to tell the woman, though, I'm not into to love making. I just want to have sex tonight. It's okay. But you need to let me know what your agenda is. Don't have me preparing for a long trip if you just want to go around the corner. <laughs> Let's go to Ray from L.A. Good morning, Ray. You're radio free on 102.3 KJLH. You're on with Rosie Milligan. Welcome. All right, Rosie, you know, I've been knowing you since you was on seminar in Manchester. Okay. Look, since uh, you mentioned this relationship, are uh, you planning on having a, 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 an open seminar on, on relationship? Can you at talk about this? All right, once a week, every two weeks, we talk about relationship. 
We should do a seminar. Maybe not at Black Riders on Tour, but we should do something about that. I think right. it would be wildly popular. Yes. Are you going to be at uh, Black Riders on Tour on Saturday, Ray? I sure am. All right, that's a good thing. That's at the Carson Community Center, 801 East Carson, City of Carson. And, I, you know, shoot, I would help you promote it. It seems like... It's, it's time, Dominique. It's, it really it's a is. weird thing because it's like we want to talk about it, but really we want other people to talk about it, and we can pretend we're not talking about it. Um, but these are, I mean, we talk about the black family and the preservation of black family, but if we don't take care of our business at home, it's going to be hard to keep all of those puzzle pieces together, isn't it? It is, and that's why a lot of relationships are so jacked up in marriages, because we have not taught the intimacy part of it. We just focus on sex and, and music and what we see in movies. You know, some people think they're not even doing a good job, Dominique, because of the Hollywood bling-bling, where people think, well, am I okay? Am I sexually okay? Because I don't hear the bells going off. You know, they're looking at what they see on they TV. They fireworks, literally. The fireworks and all that. When, when you say um, when you say intimacy, what do you mean? I mean, describe the difference in your opinion. Stroking the mind before the behind, soothing me, touching. You know, uh, sex doesn't start in the bedroom, Dominique. It begins when you first get up in the morning, when that man may kind of, you know, tap you on the buttocks or, uh, you know, just pinch you here and there and caress you, send you send you notes. When you get in your car in the morning, you have a note attached to your stern wheel where he's telling you, you know, the things that he enjoy and he you go get out of your car, you get in your car to come home. Can you imagine if you have a note on your car say, sugar, I can't wait to get home. Here's what I have prepared for you. I'm talking about learning how to love a person. Learn how, how to touch for pleasure, not just in, involving in sex. Some people, that's that's it. They sit up and watch. Women tell me their husband watch TV at 11, 12 o'clock. At night, hasn't spoken a word to them the whole evening. And then he gets in the bed at 12 o'clock and he's ready to, you know, to to do do his do. They're not feeling that. You know, what about during the evening? What about when I was washing dishes? Why didn't you stand behind me and kind of pat me and kiss me on the neck or, you know, uh, stroke me? You, I mean, women are starving, Dominique, for intimacy. They are starving for this. They're sick of sex. They want love, intimacy, touching for pleasure. Touching is very important. 5.10 in the morning, we're talking with Rosie Milligan. She is the founder of Black Riders on Tour, and she's also the author of quite a few books, including How to Satisfy... Satisfying the Black Man, Sexually Made Simple, Satisfying the Black Woman, Sexually Made Simple, and I'm releasing three books at the conference, How to Write a Book Made Simple. I'm tired of people saying, I have a book, but I don't know how, how do I start. All those questions are answered. So, tell your story. I'm just... You know, at almost 66 years old, I'm going to give out a secret. And I want you to know I'm still popping out these babies. And you don't look a day. <laughs> you don't look anywhere near that. You don't even look like you could join the AARP. Oh, it's 5.11 in the morning. It's the front page. We got more with Rosie Milligan. And we have another special guest coming straight ahead. It's Radio Free 102.3 KJLH.